Is this confirmation? I like this quote. Let each morn be better than its eve, and each morrow richer than its yesterday. Baha'u'llah. Hey guys, this is Solana. And I'm Mespa. And today we're talking about confirmation on Is This Confirmation? Our podcast about the Baha'i perspective of confirmation and how we find it woven into different aspects of our lives as Baha'i youth. So, Mezba, some of our listeners seem to have some questions about the topic of confirmation. How is our idea of confirmation different from what some of our listeners may be used to? Right. So actually, one of my friends brought up the fact that in Christianity, confirmation is when you like confirm your belief in Christ after you're mm-hmm. baptized, then you become 15, and then you confirm, which is clearly quite different from what we're talking about. So he was quite confused for about half the podcast. Um, right. So maybe we should do a bit more of a formal discussion or definition. So confirmation. Uh, more specifically, divine confirmations is this idea that as we take an effort working towards a goal, God will confirm us in our actions. Um, it's obviously a very simplistic definition, and it's something that we will expand throughout the journey of this podcast. But its essence is trusting in the recognition of previously unknown paths that will lead us to fulfilling our goal, our wishes, or our ideas. Service Mm. to humanity can be a source of divine confirmations as the center of Baha'i life is service to humanity and the trust in the will of God. Alana, we never introduced ourselves, so listeners don't understand us. (laughs) Who are you, Alana? Let's let's start with that. Well, Mezba, I am, in fact, an amoeba. (laughs) I take on many forms and shapes, but I love working with my friends to create tomorrow richer than it's yesterday. But with friends like these, who needs anemones? <laughs> exactly. So, obviously, I'm Alana, and I kind of grew up everywhere in the Pacific Northwest, but I was raised in Alaska for a bit, and then central Washington. And then after high school in 2013, I made my way to Tacoma, where I got my bachelor's in psychology from the University of Puget Sound. And like through my educational processes, I came across the Baha'i faith through some outreaching individuals. Oh, so you didn't grow up in the Baha'i faith? Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was raised without religion, actually. My mother went to Catholic school and my father is an atheist. So they kind of wanted me to be able to find my own path and like kind of find what sings to my heart. Which you did. I did. Um, And I recently started my certification in academic life coaching to build upon my passion to work on academic motivation and help empower students and youth to create their own path and discover the tools that they have just readily available to them. And I personally just really strive to be the person that I never had when I needed them. That's a really noble goal, by the way. Just Thank wanna... you. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I like to read research articles on academic motivation to keep up and understand the current environments and how to improve on them. 
real fun, I assure you. I also enjoy being outdoors, hiking, and being surrounded by all the trees and greenery. Um, I like to play dress up and hide and seek with my younger cousins who are turning nine and 11 this upcoming weekend. Um, I worked with the Washington State Coalition Against Domestic Violence to create an understanding in my community about domestic and teen relationship violence. Um, about a year after grade graduating, I started working with youth and junior youth and the betterment of the community. So looking back, you can kind of see that most of the roles that I've taken have involved working with youth, children, and in some educational aspect, which, you know, I'm all for, and I absolutely love it. I feel like I've gained quite a bit of insight while trying to create this cohesion between the education and the service that I've been doing. And, you know, I'm somewhat just just a tiny bit, you know, like beep, beep, beep of an idealist, <laughs> but I tend to see all of that within a realistic framework. Um, a conceptual framework, some might say. <laughs> Ooh, um, I definitely prefer to see the best in people. And I have a lot of questions, just always. I'm always asking things. And I don't know if it's the psychologist or the coach in me, but I really love to get to the deeper heart of the matter and like really work to understand the concepts that surround life. And which is why I think we've always had these deep conversations between us. And most of them always come back to somehow why, how, and what does confirmation have to do with it? What does confirmation have to do with it? Um, all of that kind of culminated into this podcast that really allows us to try and share and explore these, well, I think, interesting concepts in a way that creates discourse for all those in different religious and spiritual and non-religious backgrounds. So, uh, Mesva, what about you? Very cool. Yeah, thank you. So my name, if you didn't guess, is Mespa. Um, I was born in Portugal, but I flew to Canada before I could learn to walk, and I grew up among the rolling hills of Calgary, Alberta. Uh, after nearly two decades, I swapped that frigid snow and miserable life for the rainy winters of Vancouver as I studied computer engineering at UBC. Uh, I graduated two years ago, and I currently work in the field of technology. I did grow up in a Baha'i household. Uh, my mm. mom was actually the coordinator of children's classes back when that was a centralized thing. And my dad guided me through the writings and shared his insights and understandings with me so that I wouldn't just be, I love this line, praying to the ceiling. Huh. Um, <laughs> comes from a song. And I really like it. It's like, yeah, you want to believe so you're not just praying to the ceiling. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't all that interested at the time. Like the Baha'i teachings sounded great, but I never really stopped to think about what they really meant. Right. Um, or how they applied to my life, the implications of the teachings. It's only as I entered university and started to become a more active participant in the community and started getting more questions asked to me, like, oh, what do you believe in? Why do you believe in it? And realizing these like larger discussions that I could play a part of if I understand more of my own beliefs. Mm -hmm. It was at that point that I started digging a bit deeper and tried to get the understanding that so many of my peers seem to have of the Baha'i faith. Right, yeah. Another thing that evolved as I was going deeper was my love for music. Uh, young me thought there were only two types of music, pop songs and old songs. So <laughs> older me definitely found that there's a joy to be learned and listened to over there. So currently I'm trying to teach myself piano and music production, which is slow, but definitely an enjoyable process. 
Hmm. Uh, in terms of hobbies, the great outdoors, nature. It's one of the reasons why I moved to Vancouver. It's like gorgeous outside. It never Ooh. stops being green, even in the winter. It's wonderful. Yes. I love it. Um, and I guess also at a more conceptual or meaningful level, um, I enjoy design. I enjoy whether it be something artistic or something that's functional. Um, I think design is just like a beautiful aspect of our world. And I enjoy contributing or trying to understand it at least. I enjoy making things. I enjoy creating solutions. I enjoy designing an integrated system, whether it be digital or whether it be physical, whether it be a community. Uh, you know, I think a community can be beautifully designed as well. Um, mm. Or at least we can work towards a beautiful community. And this idea of thinking about like designs and thinking about solutions is the reason why I was involved in several startups. One was in the field of healthcare, another was in recruiting, another was food waste. But even though they were like really separate fields, it was all the goal of like trying to solve a problem and desiring to like serve a community, to serve a population. Mm. Um, none of them were successful financially and I kind of unfortunately <laughs> had to give them up. But they taught me a lot about design, about user experience, about marketing, about leadership um, and about working with people and understanding how to create a team. And it fast-tracked fast my career towards becoming a product designer and manager. So... Definitely grateful for all those opportunities. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> sounds like, sounds a little confirmation. Confirmation. -y. I don't know. I don't cool. know. Is this confirmation? Is this confirmation? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, you mentioned you're an idealist. I'm like an idealist. I think, I think I'm more of a, like a more logical, rational person, you know, like mm -hmm. I also like to find the reasons behind things, but I also like to be a little, not cynical, but like like a bit more grounded. It's like, I want to think of the most ideal situation, but then I also want to think of like the reality right now. Um, but I think that also ties into finding the reasons behind things, right? And to like mm. appreciate life and the beauty in its design right now, um, as well as what it could be, the potential that it has. And I guess that's why I'm also interested in this large concept of confirmation. What is it? Why is it? How is it? Who's it for? <laughs> Everyone. That's the answer to that one. Everyone, that's the answer. <laughs> one question solved. About a million more to go. So that's us. Um, <clears throat> listeners, we'd love to hear more about you. We have Instagram. Feel free to reach out. Share about your bit about yourselves. This is a conversation after all. And everyone is invited. Wink. <laughs> Why wink? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt right. <laughs> that's the right answer. It felt Thank right. Gotta go with the feelings, right? Out of the feelings. On the topic of feelings, yeah, I was feeling that in our last episode, we didn't really talk about what even the Baha'i faith is. And Dang. we have a lot of listeners who might not be aware. Um, and I hope that if you are interested in Baha'i faith, you do your due diligence and research Baha'i.org, source of everything Baha'i. It's the International Baha'i Community's website. But uh, if we are the first time you're listening, you're hearing the term Baha'i faith, maybe Alana, you can give us a little a little brief intro. So how I kind of describe the faith to friends or those that I meet and kind of ask what a Baha'i is, I like normally say something along the lines of like, a Baha'i follows the teachings of Baha'u'llah, who is the founder of the Baha'i faith and a messenger from God, and that Baha'is work towards creating change and developing humanities, both spiritually and materially. And like, simply put, to be a Baha'i means to love humanity and work towards its betterment. But like... If we're going deeper <laughs> on a more like conceptual level, uh, the Baha'i faith is a worldwide re 
religion. Um, I've been to devotionals in Vienna, Austria when I was staying there. So it's not just in the United States. Um, it is started in 1844 when the Bob, which is the forerunner of Baha'u'llah, declared himself to be the promised one of whom the past religions had foretold. Do, do, do. Um, the Bob prepared the people for uh, the coming of Baha'u'llah, who, 19 years later, declared his divine mission and founded the faith in 1863. Um, Baha'u'llah taught that religion is orderly and progressively revealed by one God through different manifestations. And we see those manifestations in the form of Krishna, Muhammad, Christ and like Buddha. So those are all manifestations of God with their message and they progressively build upon each other. And as Baha'is, we really lean on the teachings of Baha'u'llah to inspire individual growth within their communities as they work to improve their lives and contribute to the advancement of humanity. And just to emphasize, some of those teachings are concepts like the oneness of God, the unity of religion through this concept of progressive revelation, the unity of mankind, the equality of women and men, uh, how we should strive to eliminate all forms of prejudice and injustice, uh, the concept of world peace and harmony. If mm. humanity is one, then why are we fighting? <laughs> as well as the harmony of science and religion, which two concepts that seem at odd with each other, but... Um, right can coexist and actually complement each other, as well as the independent investigation of truth. Some other ones are the need for a universal compulsory education and the need for spiritual solutions to the material problems of the world. Yas, Mesba. <laughs> Thank you. So now that we've kind of gotten all that out of the way and we have a deeper understanding of confirmation and the Baha'i faith and your hosts... How about we hop right into our next episode? Yeah. We thought this episode would be a short little little intro. The uh, intro we never had. And so <laughs> join us in the next one for a real talk on uh, something interesting, something cool, something exciting. Something dope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our episode. Thanks for listening. Is This Confirmation is created by Alana Petrich and Mespa Molabi. Learn more at isthisconfirmation.com.